Hi, I'm Anna Olson, and you're listening to We're Not Kidding, a podcast devoted to sharing stories surrounding the child-free life. As a life coach, I'm passionate about helping women feel confident and empowered in their choice not to have children. And I believe that by sharing our stories, we help break the stigma. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast. I'm so excited. Today, I'm speaking with Ruchi Patel. And Ruchi and I connected through Instagram and in the Facebook group as well. And it's just been really lovely getting to meet her. And Ruchi, why don't you go ahead and tell us a bit about yourself? Hi, everyone. I'm Ruchi Patel. I'm 30 30 years old. And I have been married for close to four years now. I grew up in India and moved to the U.S. in 2018. I have a bachelor's degree in engineering and a master's in business administration. Before I moved to the U.S., I used to work at a tech company back in India. Right now, I volunteer at the local city library and an animal rescue organization. Wow. How has the transition to the States been? Uh, It's been a little challenging because before moving to the U.S., I used to work and then I had to give it up for some time. So uh, that was a bit of a hiccup. But then uh, getting used to the place and getting to see new things uh, kind of made it fun. (laughs) Yeah, that's quite the background, too. Do you miss working in tech? I realized that it was something I did as a part of how I grew up in India, like everyone was doing that. Everyone was getting an engineering degree and going and working in tech. Right now, through the time that I've spent here and discovered stuff, I feel I would rather work in some nonprofit industry instead of going for a tech job again. That's really interesting how that, um, you know, through the move and, and then leaving that job and volunteering now that time, I don't know if you would consider it a break or that. Oh, yeah, most definitely. (laughs) Okay. That's cool that having that step back has allowed you to see that. Yeah. There's this thing in India that you get education and then get a good job and then like settle down in life. Mm. So going with that flow, I never took time to see what I like or what I want to do. And having this career break really helped me focus on things that I want. Yeah. Yeah. I can relate to that so much. Kind of just like following that script that's put in front of us, Mm -hmm. like, uh, go to college, get your degree, get a job, find the one, settle down, (laughs) get married, buy a house, have the kids. Exactly. (laughs) And we're both throwing those scripts away. (laughs) It's it's fun when you don't have a script, right? Like you get to choose what you do next. Yeah. Absolutely. And, um, you know, kind of, I guess this is a good segue. Um, I'm curious, was there ever, like, I know that you're child free and I'm curious mm-hmm. if there was ever a point in your life where you considered having kids. Well, for most of my life, as I grew up, the question was never about whether or not to have kids. It was more about how many kids you want to have. Like back during my undergrad days, I've had friends who used to talk about how they wanted two kids or three kids. And I was always like, maybe one kid someday. So I had this realization that I cannot really 
take care of a lot of kids so it was just that going with the flow again that okay everyone is going to have kids someday so i'll have maybe one kid one day and when i met my husband back in 2013 when we first got together we never had any major conversations around kids or anything but there was this thinking out loud at times that okay maybe one kid someday in future <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, that's so interesting. You were already sort of adapting the mm-hmm. mold, so to speak, of what you were yeah. supposed to do to fit you and um by going instead of like five kids, I'm going to have one. That that feels yeah. doable. More reasonable. Um, more like, reasonable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. What were the things going into the thought of just having one kid? What What was your reasoning behind that? Uh, so, uh, like, I have brothers who are much younger to me. And when they were growing up, up, I was an active part of the parenting circle around them. Like, I bathed them, fed them. I know that they don't sleep through the night. And there's a lot of effort that goes into it. So, when I wanted to fit in and like have child i was like okay one is more than enough i don't think i can do more than that and also like even now when i think about my brothers and them doing new things in life like going to college or you know maybe getting involved with someone and having their first heartbreak it gives me anxiety and mm-hmm. i know that that thing would become hundredfold if it was my own kid so that yeah. also made me pause and think that okay maybe one <laughs> right. More. Yeah. So you'd, you'd had experience yeah. seeing what it's like to have young children and mm-hmm. what it's like to care for young children. Um, and then also that self-awareness piece of if I'm having anxiety thinking about my brother, mm-hmm. how would it be for me? <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> so yeah, that definitely was something that I'd considered even back when I was maybe 17 or 18. Oh, wow. Yeah. And so having that awareness as a 17 or 18 year old, when then did you realize that you didn't want kids? So uh, like it was back in 2015 or 16 when I was doing my master's and I had this roommate who just uh, uh, there was some topic that was going on about future and marriage and kids. And she was like, I don't think I'm going to have kids. I don't even like them. And I was like, hang on, is that a choice? Like, can you not have kids? So that was a light bulb moment for me that, okay, that is a choice. And I remember that my boyfriend and I, we had a discussion back then that, hey, you know, this is, this is an option. Maybe we should keep it open in future when we are, you know, if we get married and think about having kids together. So we... Again, we didn't have any strong opinion about, oh, we want to have kids together or something. But this was a choice we kept open for ourselves that time. And then we got married end of 2017. And uh, then about a year into marriage, uh, there were indirect comments or questions from our families that came. And we just wanted to give them this uh, you know, reason for delaying it that, okay, we can't have kids right now. So we started having more serious conversation about it. And we were discussing how it's not practical. Uh, We were on a single income. And while we were comfortable together, kids are costly. Mm -hmm. And then 
uh, we got into this discussion about how we do not want to give up the life we have right now. Like we don't want to put it on hold. And slowly those discussions came to this conclusion that we are telling not now, but it's more like we are not ready for this. We do not want to have kids ever. So I would say about two years ago, this whole, you know, coming to a decision that having kids is not for us, being parents is not for us came through in life. Mm, Yeah. And it sounds like it was a, it was a joint conversation. Like you two were Mm. continuing to have these check-ins, these conversations. What was it like for both of you? Was there any relief or how did it feel as a couple coming to that decision? It, it was definitely a big relief because uh, like we like to put ourselves in scenarios of what would happen if this or if that. So thinking about having kids definitely was very stressful. And then we realized when we realized that we did not want kids and we made that decision, it was like a sigh of relief. It was like, I can finally breathe now. That is how it felt that time. Yeah, absolutely. I know for myself making the decision. Yeah, it definitely was a relief and it felt like it made all these other aspects of myself make sense. Yeah. I can relate to that because like, uh, I feel I get overwhelmed when I have to take care of people. Like even if I have guests coming over, staying a couple of days, I feel like I have to you know, make sure they get food when at, on time or they are entertained all the time. And then thinking about the same thing in terms of having a kid, because then you have to take care of them 24-7. They are your responsibility. So all those things just make like knowing that that is not going to happen is a sense of relief. Mm, yeah, I relate to that so much. <laughs> Absolutely. I know in the topic of kids, family can be a big source of pressure. And I think you mentioned earlier on that you were starting to field those questions from family. Mm -hmm. Um, So has that been true for you? Has there been a lot of pressure? Absolutely. (laughs) So I would say in case of Asian parents, it's very like, uh, like, and even extended families for that matter, they feel it's appropriate to ask questions which are probably a little intrusive and there is a fresh pressure that keeps going on all the time but I feel because we stay away from our parents like our parents stay back in India and we stay in the U.S. that pressure is slightly toned down our interactions are through phone calls and video calls so they cannot they only have so much time to bring up certain questions so it stays there it's like hovering around but it doesn't come out as much. Mm, yeah. As opposed to if you were in India or if they were in the United States, kind of yes. living much more closely mm. and seeing you yeah. more often. Exactly. And having lived in both India and the U S um, in both cultures, like, are there any differences surrounding the pressure or expectation to have children that you've witnessed? So I grew up in a very small town in India. And like I said earlier, there is the set path for life like you get education then you get a job get married have kids buy house etc and that is very evident where I grew up that people expected even like since it's a small town people know each other neighbors or friends or friends of friends so like 
when you meet someone somewhere and they get asked those questions on the other hand i feel being in us people here take time figuring out what they want in life like rather than the structured life path approach that okay you should do this this and this people take their time see what they want in life so like i said when i was in india i never got that time to figure out what i want to do myself the same thing applies here yeah so it sounds like even though in the us there sort of is like that societal checklist it's much more um emphasized or it's yeah. even stronger in it's, yeah india. it's much stronger in india it's the the individual like every that the individuality approach that people have like oh this fits me or this fits the other person that is not that much in india it's more at uh, you know communal family or societal level where people have to think oh what will the other person say or you know you yeah. have to do this if you fail at this someone might say something bad about this so that sort of uh thing stays there it's always out there in india yeah it sounds like there's a lot of pressure um <laughs> in 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 all i mean not just to have kids but just yeah, in yeah it's in... it's just all circles of life there yeah wow and with that have you ever felt i know that you're no longer living there right you're in the <laughs> yeah. states but are you still facing any of those feelings is there any residue of that in even in your internal uh yes definitely so what has happened is after coming here while i feel more comfortable with the choices i have made i still feel that about the choice of being child free i cannot talk to my cousins or you know my uncles mm-hmm. and aunts because if i do they will think that it's me making a judgment on the choices in life they have had like i am saying oh you had children and that is wrong so that sort of thing definitely is internalized for me mm. i also feel that i'll be judged on the other hand as being childish or immature or not knowing what i am doing because they'll be like oh you are young you do not know what you are doing in 5 years 10 years you will see what you are missing out on so that is definitely there oh sure yeah yeah that sounds really hard And I know that I think, you know, there's elements of that, that a lot of child-free people, even in the U S would relate to, but I'm mm-hmm. sensing that it's just even more amplified. Definitely. It, yeah, it feels be- that way. Yeah. yeah. Cause so much of your, it, it sounds like, and please correct me if I'm wrong here, mm-hmm. um, knowing how hard this choice and how isolating this choice can feel even here uh, and here being the US um from from my context it's probably a lot easier than it is in other places it's i think it's good context to have um and also really yeah if there's ways to help be supportive to other people mm. in other countries too with this yeah so th- like that was one of the reasons that i know that within my family or you know most people i know uh like telling them the choice to be child free would make me face some judgment and some isolation that is what brought me to internet in first place to look for a community out there mm. you know yeah yeah and i'm so glad that it exists on the internet i know <laughs> it it was a big you know it was a big sense of 
fitting in somewhere because yeah. it just feels like okay everyone around you has kids or the society in general is made to be you know convenient and comfortable for parents so being child free you feel sometimes feel like you don't belong and finding that community definitely helped me feel more comfortable in my decision yeah agreed um i completely feel the same way too in my own experience that just the the gift of connecting with other people who who get it True. and yeah. <laughs> validate you um is pretty pretty cool and with that how and in what ways have you felt isolated due to being child free um like i said i i feel i cannot talk about this to my cousins or uh, even anywhere in family luckily i do have friends who have also chosen to be child free but they do not live close to me so mm. uh, while we can talk on call or over chat we don't get to hang out with them so yeah that happens but in it's mostly from this uh, aspect that in like i like to i love my family and would love to have their support but yeah if i tell them it's not going to be the uh, best relationship we'll have then mm. so feeling like this isn't something you can share with a lot of them yeah. in order to maintain your relationships with them. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Which also kind of segues into the next question. <laughs> How has being child-free impacted relationships in your life? <laughs> well, uh, on one side, the friends that I have who are child-free, we can openly talk about this. So it's, it's uh, good to have those friends and it's good for them to have like like yeah for us to have each other rather so that we can talk about it and talk about the pressures we feel from the family and you know we can relate to each other on the other hand uh, the only people in our family that we have talked to are my parents and my husband's parents so they are the four people who know about our decision to be child free and they are not on board with it so mm. they they do think we'll change our decision or we'll regret our decision in future and so it's the big elephant in the room that is always there when we talk to each other but we just brush past it and like uh talk to each other like it doesn't exist <laughs> yeah yeah well i think it's really impressive that you guys did have those the conversation with your both sets of parents, um, mm -hmm. knowing just from what you've expressed already, how I imagine that must've been pretty hard or <laughs> at least maybe a little anxiety inducing, um, just knowing that it probably wasn't going to be received well. Yeah. We, uh, like my husband and I, we talked to each other about how we owe this honesty to our parents that at least they need to know that it's not going to be in two years or three years or five years. It's just our decision that we do not want to have children so even if they are unhappy about it and even if they disapprove of our decision they deserve to know the decision at least so we it took our time to prepare and then talk to them about it and we'll just see how it goes from there yeah um i'm curious with that taking the time to prepare what steps did you take what did that look like that was uh, that was more of just two of us going on long walks and talking about why it was important for us 
not having kids like mm-hmm. what were the reasons that we had because my husband and i we have very different reasons of our own but we discussed more about it and we made sure we were confident in what we felt was the right thing to do which was not having kids so preparation was more like just talking to each other figuring out our reasons and being sure about them so once we felt we are sure enough that we don't need to convince them as such but we need to convey our decision we thought it's time to talk to them i love that i feel i think something i've maybe had in some other discussions around being child free is that when you know your reasons yourself it really mm-hmm. builds that confidence and it does at least in my own experience it felt like when i was still maybe uncertain and not as confident in my own reasons, just sort of had a hunch, like, I don't think I want to do that. Mm -hmm. Um, I was still very reactive and defensive. You know, if people made comments, I didn't quite know how to handle it. And, but once I really dug in and understood myself, why I didn't want to have kids and I had those reasons and kind of the language around it, then that reactiveness and the need for other people to get it kind of went away. Right. It's, it's more like after a point, it's like the only thing that matters is I know I don't want to have kids. The whys don't matter past that. So uh, once we came to that stage, we knew that we could talk to our parents and let them know that you know we won't be having children yeah that's really cool and thank you for sharing that um i think it is really an important part of the conversation so <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so what has been the most challenging aspect of your child free journey uh coming to this conclusion that where we like my husband and i we both feel confident enough that you know we know we are doing the right thing for us it was a long journey i think uh, we started talking about uh, two two and a half years ago and even over the last year we have been talking over and over again and like now it has reached this point where we know that uh, we don't need to convince people until then it was like okay if someone asks us when are we going to have kids how many ways we can defend ourselves that overcoming that part where you are defensive about it that has been a journey and now it's it's much better on the other side <laughs> oh good uh, other than that it's just that like casually some friends or some cousins when we talk they'll make comments like oh when you have kids you might want to do this or you might want to have this you know like just that statement of when you have kids instead of asking if you want to have kids so that is something right. i feel like i still get slightly offended when people make that assumption about me but i've been learning to live with it now <laughs> yeah and i think that's such a good uh, yeah the questions that start with when like when are you mm-hmm. going to get married when are you going to have kids what you know they right. build in assumptions that you're that you um about you as an individual and yeah. I like you're saying if, if just changing the, the start to that question, instead Mm -hmm. asking, are you going to have kids while it's still a personal question, at least it leaves room for, to hear about you as an individual and to actually have a discussion. (laughs) (laughs) Are there things that you wish other people understood about the child free experience? (laughs) 
So one of the things that I always hear when like people who have kids talk about their kids like oh that was the best thing we did that's the happiest decision we made and then they they feel that everyone's happiness should come from their kids that you know just having that notion I feel people would just open up a little more and see that uh, not everyone's happiness can be the same way like they, they can achieve happiness through different means like. yes their kids make them happy but i don't need to have kids to feel happy i have my own means of being happy and finding joy in life so that is definitely one thing that i hope people who have children would understand about child free experience then mm. one of the other things that we already talked about is that my decision do not have to it doesn't have to make sense to them it doesn't mm. have to feel valid to them it's just something that feels so valid to me that i'm ready to you know change my life or uh, have my life built around it so it's just a decision in my life that i am very confident about and it doesn't have to be convincing to someone else so right yeah, yeah and with that example that you shared first of the the happiness and how people with kids their happiness comes from that and on my end of receiving their rhetoric it feels like they think that is the ultimate way mm-hmm. of of experiencing happiness and they don't as you said realize that for other people there are other just e- as equally valid ways right. of finding happiness and fulfillment <laughs> yeah it's kind of um i don't know if tunnel vision is the right word but it kind of an inability to yeah to see, see. beyond that yeah yeah exactly So when you throw out, as we were talking about earlier, we've both kind of thrown out the script, right? Being child-free, anyone who's child-free, you're throwing out at least a piece of the script that was handed Mm. to you. So when you do that, you have to create your own. And so I'm curious, what do you envision for your life? What is the new script you've created? Well, one of the things that my husband and I love doing is traveling and with like, hopefully the pandemic ends soon and we can do everything that we wanted to do like we had plans of going to Banff National Park in Canada and then visiting yeah. Iceland and i hope i can do that soon sometime so traveling is definitely going to be a big part of my life and uh, then during the pandemic uh, because we couldn't go out anywhere mostly my husband and i we started going on night walks because Ooh. summer nights are beautiful and we started stargazing and that got us very interested in astronomy so that has become a part of our life now we try to go to dark sky parks and capture uh, celestial objects uh, and yeah that also translated to an interest in photography so so that is a mm-hmm. part of our life now and we fostered a couple dogs this uh, oh. over last year so I realized I really want to have a dog in my life in future. So yes, I'll adopt one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. I'm a dog. I'm a dog lover myself. <laughs> and I have had the pleasure of seeing some of your photography and <laughs> it is incredible. Um, Thank you. I would hang it on my wall. It's gorgeous. Um, Thank so, you so much. I think that it is so cool how you and your husband have pursued these passions and and mm. been open like you know sometimes I feel like we can get stuck in sort of these age 
age you sometimes. Right. I don't know if that's the right thing where it's yeah, like, I'm too like, old to develop a new hobby right. or a new oh, interest. Oh, you have to be age appropriate and like you yeah. can't do certain things after a certain point. So yeah. Right. And I love that just in the last year, you guys have, uh, you know, you just mentioned astronomy, photography, starting to do night walks and just like really be creative in your life and your interests. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so inspiring. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. yeah and I a fun journey. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, and I hope you're able to take those trips. Yes. I hope that the travel becomes, um, a safer option soon and more right. <laughs> accessible. Um, so is there anything you'd add to the list of what brings you fulfillment? Uh, like if I have to boil it down to something basic, it has to be overcoming challenges and learning new things. So those mm. are the two things that I know makes me really happy. So uh, learn it when it comes to learning new things over the last year, astronomy has been a big part of learning new things. Like we watch videos to learn about stars and what celestial phenomena occur every year and how to best observe it at the same time. We started doing photography and uh, started learning how to capture those beautiful things. So that has been a big source of happiness for me over the last one year. And uh, we recently did a trip to southwest of the U.S. and went to Zan National Park. And I was like, my husband and I, we both prepped for doing the Angel's Landing hike, which is one of the most challenging things I've ever done. And being able to do, do that was also it, it felt like an accomplishment so yeah absolutely <laughs> that's awesome so yeah overcoming challenges like that and trying to learn new things in life I feel it's learning is a lifelong thing you can always keep learning more and more and there is no end to it and I would like to be a student for the lifetime <laughs> Oh, I love that. Yeah. Are there other things on your list that you hope to um, learn hobbies Uh, or interests that you have? So uh, uh, I enjoy cooking and I like I cook a lot of different types of food, but I have been trying to do more baking lately and baking is more of a science than cooking. So yeah, still learning it, but yeah, make uh, baking brownies and cookies and cakes is something I do every now and then, and it gives me a lot of joy. Oh, fun. Yes. I love baking too. I was, I had aspirations of being a pastry chef once now that the weather's starting to turn here in the Midwest and it just gets me excited. Yes. (laughs) I love baking when, when it's not hot out. So we're getting to that season, which is exciting. So what have you been able to do in your life that you wouldn't have been able to do as a parent? Astronomy, once again, because we like living in Michigan, uh, the weather is not as predictable always. So we wait and see if the night is going to be clear and we just spontaneously drive off to dark sky park. So we stay out late past midnight and we don't have to plan those things. We can just do it whenever we want. Having kids would limit that for sure, because then you have to plan things in advance and have a sitter or something. So that is a big part of my life. I feel I was able to do because my husband and I, we can just do things at a moment's notice. We don't have to do much of a planning in advance. Then on the 
leisure side of things like just sleeping in late or just staying up late during weekends is definitely a part of my life that I don't think I want to give up ever <laughs> so I'm with you like not having to plan everything in life all the time is a big thing that I feel comes from being child free as well yeah that freedom and flexibility um <laughs> and you know option of spontaneity um right. like which seems like your night walks and um <laughs> photography and astronomy that there's a lot of spontaneity in that if you don't you know <laughs> if it's a clear night then you have to take advantage of the moment and go right. go seize it so that's really yeah I can totally see how that weaves in yeah <laughs> what would you say is the best part of your child free life well I I have an amazing husband like me oh talk to each other all the time and it never gets boring we can talk from mathematical problems to favorite marvel character and ah, you know there's just yes. so many different things we connect on so i think that is one thing that i feel so grateful for that my husband and i we have the same uh, perspectives about things in life and that that we came to this this decision of being child free together that we can enjoy the time we have with each other we can spend quality time we also value our personal space so mm. not having children definitely gives us time, uh, like that space to just be ourselves and like he can do his thing i can do my thing and we don't have to worry about anything around us so that is a good part then when it comes to weekends we like play board games with our friends yeah. so that is a very uh, you know happy part of my life because like uh board games give uh, a sort of uh, space where you can think outside of the box and you know find things to uh do which are slightly challenging and like m- make your brain work there so uh that is something we do every weekend and we go out and just drink and stay out late sometimes so oh, all fun. those things just yeah make it good I guess yeah absolutely and I'm just so curious who's your mar- favorite Marvel character oh that's a tough one <laughs> <laughs> or top I mean, ones <laughs> uh it, it, I mean Spider-Man definitely up there but I can't say if he's the favorite character so far but yeah Spider-Man and uh Scarlet Witch Mm. Like those two definitely compete there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, good picks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm curious, what does it, what does being child-free mean to you? Uh, so I like growing up in India and having that sort of family pressure to, you know, make everyone around you happy and having that oh, uh, like putting other people's needs ahead of you. had been a part of my life for a very long time and it's been over last 5 or 6 years when i've realized that you know it's just better if i can put my own interests ahead of everyone else and not in a way to hurt people but just to make sure that i am happy and i am doing well so it has been a, like a long journey to come to that place where i can finally make my own choices and put myself ahead of other people and i feel being child free helps in that because when you have children you have to put them ahead of you it's 
because they depend on you and it's uh it's important that they have that priority you know in your life right so being child free helps me like put myself first and do things that make me happy yeah absolutely and i think that the beauty in in what you're expressing too and i feel it also is that i think you know it's dubbed as selfish in a negative connotation mm-hmm. and but it really does when you're able to take care of yourself first at least in my experience i find that you have you can show up for others better you can have better relationships deeper relationships deeper connections because you're not burned out you're not resentful you're you're able to show up fully um that is yeah i i agree with that 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 is how it feels like now that i can take care of myself it's easier to be there for other people too yeah so yeah like i can i can set more boundaries and it's easier just to you know have this sort of uh life where i don't have to be constantly worried about how like my action is going to be hurting someone because i know like looking back now i have known that people probably don't see as much of what i am doing all the time but that having that impression in mind that oh if i do this i might end up end up hurting someone is mostly the anxiety that is mm. just being there all the time yeah yeah it sounds like you're very conscientious and and thinking about others a lot and how yes. you impact them and i'm glad that you've been able to find the time and the space to also think about what you need um mm-hmm. cuz that's really important and you should come first yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's it's it feels very freeing when i know that i can put myself first and not have the pressure of you know uh making everyone else happy first before i can make myself happy so, yeah. yeah yeah freeing i think that is a keyword there yeah, yeah absolutely is there any advice or encouragement you'd like to share with our listeners so over the last year the pressure from my parents kind of increased for about having kids and i wanted to make sure that i was not alone or something was not wrong with me rather that for not wanting kids so yeah. i started looking up different sources on internet just to feel validated for my choice uh luckily on instagram i found a lot of child free people including you and <laughs> even uh, kimberly fisher and yes other people that are the part of facebook group so i was very happy when i see the uh, saw that time that there was this community out there who uh, also made the decision to be child free they have their different reasons but there's this one common thing that brings us out together it's a big community and uh, i felt so good it felt like i belonged somewhere and it's easy to feel isolated when you are a child free person in society that is built around convenience and comfort of comfort of parents and uh, you know children so all i want to see, uh, say is that you know there is a community out there and if you feel alone we can make each other feel like we are not alone in this we are all together and you know it's it's only what you want that matters if you feel not having children is the right thing for you then that is all that matters 
Mm. No one else's opinion matters beyond that. Yes. Yes. I want to highlight that and (laughs) put it in big letters. (laughs) That's so true and so well said and beautiful. Thank you for sharing that because it is true. It is only what you want that matters because it is your life. And if you live it for someone else or what someone else wants, you're never going to be happy. It's never going to feel fulfilling because Mm. it's not true to you. And we are out there. The child-free community exists. We're out there. We're there for you. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Beautiful. Thank you. Um, and as we wrap up, is there a way people can connect with you if they would like to? So I have a personal Instagram account at Ruchi Patel seven. And there's also an Instagram handle that my husband and I created together like a couple months ago to share photos from the, like the photos that we take together on our trips or on the, in the dark sky parks. Awesome. That one is called <laughs> Orion underscore Lake to Nebula. So it's a funny name, but that's the one we are sticking to. So awesome. Yeah. I will write those up and have them in the episode description. So people can mm-hmm. just link right to those. Sure. Perfect. Thank you so much. This has been an absolute pleasure. I'm so grateful to have connected with you through the child-free community and so honored that you were willing to come on and share your story. So thank you. Thank you for having me. Finding the community online was one thing that made me so much more comfortable in my uh, decision to be child-free and coming and talking on this podcast, I thought maybe I could make a difference to someone who is still not comfortable with their decision. So I hope that helps. Absolutely. I think that that is beautiful and that sharing our stories, because like you said earlier, we're, we, we're all child-free for different reasons, but we have been child-free in common. And so the more stories that are out there, the more people can find something that resonates for them. And it might be pieces from different stories, but I think that that is so powerful. So thank you so much for sharing your story. It's been lovely and um, we'll see you next time. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to follow me on Instagram. My handle is Coach Anna Olson. And be sure to subscribe so you're up to date with the latest episodes.